Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast Network. Craig Schaub here with you, and we have a very special guest today. Bob Garver, our New York City film critic, is here to talk about a couple of new movies. Bob, how are you doing today on this Tuesday morning? I'm doing wonderfully. Happy Tuesday. Well, I wish I could say that the uh, slate of movies was a little bit more uplifting this year, but it seems like every week we're talking about a new horror movie, and this week we have a couple Maybe it's just a sign of the times or uh, a little bit of a uh, callback to the last year and a half that we've seen. But uh, this week we have Candyman and the Night House. We're going to start with Candyman, which won the box office this weekend with a little over $22 million. This was a very highly anticipated movie that was supposed to come out last year, Bob. Obviously got pushed back due to the pandemic. Uh, Jordan Peele's involved. It's directed and and co-written by Nia DaCosta. What did you think of Candyman? Um, I I thought it was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a uh, long time. Uh, I'm very pleased uh, that it uh, rose to the top of the box office and is the first, uh, I believe, film of any kind directed by an African-American woman uh, to uh, win a weekend at the box office. Yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, lived up to the hype, apparently. Um, tell us a little bit about the movie. Um, you know, did you see the original 92 movie, or is it something that you can go in just completely cold on, or do you have to have seen the original? I have seen um, I have seen clips of the original. I've never seen the original all the way through. Okay. Uh, but I also understand that it, too, um, is both a horror movie uh, and a film that deals with uh, racially charged themes from gentrification to police brutality. Um, and uh, with this one, uh, with uh, especially with Jordan Peele involved, you know that those themes are, are going to come up uh, again and, uh, and, and the film will take a deep look at those themes. Anything stand out for you as far as, you know, the scares, the, the acting, anything kind of stand out for you on this movie? Uh, there is a um, a death scene that uh, most of the death scenes are, are standard by slasher movie fare, uh, but there is a death scene that is done uh, completely devoid of, of death scare or of, um, of jump scares that uh, is my favorite of the movie. Uh, it's, 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 it's one, I dare say it's one that, that you might even, uh, that people might even miss if they're not looking carefully because it's, it's done so, uh, so nonchalantly. Well, obviously, you know, you talked a lot about, um, sort of the gentrification of the Chicago neighborhood, uh, as they're kind of 
retelling the legend here, the, the origins of the legend. Um, Jordan Peele involved, obviously. Uh, Get Out um, in Us, a couple of great, uh, you know, social commentary, but also horror films. You know, yeah, you this- can tell that you can tell that this is made by the uh, director of Us because there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, mirror imagery, a lot of emphasis on um, on symmetry, and a lot of the shots. You, you can definitely tell his influence on this movie. Sure. Um, overall, you know, I mean, this is a, a movie that a lot of people had high expectations for. Um, it seems as though it's either at least met those or maybe knocked it out of the park, both critically and also here at the box office with a really strong opening weekend. Um, this seems like a movie that could maybe have some staying power, but at the very least, probably going to be something that, uh, people will want to watch on home video and, um, you know, Nia DaCosta, obviously, you know, you talked about her helming this film and she's got quite a, quite a bit in the pipeline here with the Marvels uh, being a filming right now. Um, it, it's got to be exciting to see a young black filmmaker here, you know, really take the mantle and, and now starting to to move into those uh, studio films and, and maybe being able to set up a very long career for herself. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, based based on this movie, if she keeps turning out movies that are this good, I, I look forward to it to a nice long career from her. Well, you like this movie. So what's your final grade on this one, Bob? My my final grade is a B. Um, I do kind of uh, the movie introduces the concept of uh, multiple Candymen, which, um, I which I which I liked. Um, I think it maybe should have been explored more. Um, and I think um, I think maybe there should have been a little bit more of an explanation as to why um, each individual Candyman shows up. Okay. Um, so overall, a, a good movie, a movie that did well at the box office. We're going to stay in the horror genre, though, Bob, and we have The Night House. Um, not, I don't really know a, a ton about this. I see Rebecca Hall stars. Uh, tell us a little bit about this movie. Well, this was a movie that opened uh, two weeks ago, uh, the same weekend as uh, uh, Reminiscence and Paw Patrol. Um, I wasn't able to get to it because I was, I was on vacation, but I got to it uh, just last night, actually. Uh, Rebecca Hall stars as this uh, teacher who uh, has recently gone through the loss of her husband to suicide. Um, she starts looking through some of his things and discovers that he had secrets. Um, the secrets involve him spending to- uh, significant, amount of t- significant amounts of time with other women. And it involves um, a uh, statue, uh, potentially, of a demon. Okay. <laughs> so all those uh, good old classic movie tropes that we're used to seeing. So tell us a little, I mean, did you like this movie? This is, uh, you know, we, we've we've heard you talk about good horror. What about this? Where does the night house maybe fit in that uh, good, bad, or great situation? I'll tell you what, for about the first two-thirds, uh, this movie was even better, I thought, than Candyman, okay. uh, anchored by Rebecca Hall's performance. Uh, which is just incredible. It's it's uh, it's Oscar worthy. Her okay. her sense of uh, her sense of loss, her sense of humor, uh, just a tremendous character that she's playing and what energy she's she's giving to this performance. Unfortunately, it kind of falls apart in the third act when we start getting um, answers that that don't make a lot of sense. Uh, whatever 
whatever force is behind uh, the husband's actions, um, it's just not very good at its job. Okay. It's just, um, it's the, the husband is able to, it's, it's able to be tricked very easily. Okay. Well, I mean, so Rebecca Hall gives us great performance. Maybe the first two thirds of the movie work out well. Overall, what was your final grade for this movie? I've got to give it a C and I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could give it something higher because Rebecca Hall is, is tremendous, but uh, the, the script lets her down in the last act. Oh, unfortunately that happens sometimes, especially it seems like, I don't know if you agree, but sometimes it seems like it may do that in the horror genre where you've got this interesting premise and then maybe you don't quite know as a writer, or maybe they just don't know how to find it find its way in that third act or or maybe the first two you know thirds of a movie aren't very good and then the third act's you know pretty solid so it seems like maybe the horror genre has you know falls into some of those issues i think with great acting performances but then everything else around it kind of falls apart what do you think about that i don't know i've also seen some horror movies that um that start off with you know kind of boring characters right that um and as they um, go along and they get more desperate and they um, sort of shed that veneer of um, of normalcy, they they actually get better. I've seen a few like that. Well, I mean, it looks like the, you know, the horror genre is not going anywhere. So hopefully we can still get, uh, you know, more maybe movies like the candy, like Candyman or, you know, even parts of this movie, as you said, but uh I'm not the biggest horror fan. I don't know about you. Are you, uh, you know, do you seek out horror movies when you're not maybe watch, you know, watching for a review or um, how do you kind of interpret the horror genre? Um, I like to, I like to watch recaps of horror movies, but I don't like, I, I don't seek them out uh, for, for full length viewing. Okay. All right, Bob. Well, we definitely appreciate it. What's coming up next week for you? Uh, next week is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. All right. Well, a big, uh, huge, strange release in the first weekend of uh, September for Marvel. but uh, we'll It is a holiday what... weekend, after it all. It is a holiday weekend, though, too, yes. So we'll see if the uh, holiday weekend is kind to Marvel uh, here on Labor Day. So uh, definitely appreciate your time, Bob, as always. And we will see you next week at the movies. Thank you very much. This is the highlight of my week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.